His name is Max Torno, and he's on a mission, helping you become free. Welcome to another episode of the Coaching Business Podcast with Max Torno and Nikita Gunkovic. Our education system has failed us. We've been brought up to be mindless workers in big corporations. We've been taught to comply. We've been taught to be average. And slowly but steadily, we've given up on the idea of being truly free. But what if there was more to life than a dead-end job, tiring morning commutes, and an unfair boss? Max and Nikita show you how you can break free from the 9-to-5 rat race and build your own successful online business as a coach, service provider, or freelancer. So if you like the idea of being your own boss, free to travel the world, and wealthy enough to do as you please, then pay attention now. Let's get started. All right, welcome back to another wonderful episode of your favorite podcast. My name is Max Torno. My name is Nikita Gunkovic. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. We're sitting here in our uh, in our ivory tower. <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about how to stay consistent. And uh, we actually just randomly talked about sleep schedules. So it has nothing to do with the consistency, but I did want to talk about. So Nikita, what's your sleep schedule right now? Uh, I usually like go to bed like something between 2 or 3 a.m. But yeah. then just sleep until usually like eight hours, something like that. Okay. What about yours? Yeah, so mine. So you you're doing that because since we have a lot of clients overseas, yeah. So you jump on the consulting calls with them later. Uh, for me, I just told you guys it's like I go to sleep nowadays around like eleven, eleven thirty, and I wake up at eight, which just totally makes me feel like an old person, you know. <laughs> like my grandpa used to get up at eight. Now he used to get up at like five thirty or something like that for no reason <laughs> he's like retired like why do you get up at 5 30 and then reading the newspaper for two exactly. hours <laughs> exactly he would literally that's my grandma used to do that too but like two hours later he would like sit in the dark kitchen and it was one of my favorite favorite childhood memories like i would get up like sometimes to go to the bathroom and my grandpa would already sit in the dark kitchen you would hear the humming of the old of the old fridge, you know, and he would literally sit there in the dark next to the window <laughs> reading the newspaper. <laughs> and I'm like, to this day, I don't understand why anybody <laughs> would. Do. I'm like, because he he used to be uh, uh, he used to work in the army. He was a vice. Uh, well, in in German we say Vizeleutnant, uh, which is vice lieutenant, I guess. And you know, I get it if you gotta get up early in the morning to you know go to the morning sport and stuff like that, but. You're an old 65, 75-year-old man. Like, why do you... Chill a bit. Why do you, <laughs> why do you get up at 5.30 in the morning? <laughs> Love it. God bless my grandpa. Is your grandpa still alive? Uh, no, unfortunately not. Both both not alive? Both not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, same for me. No, same for me. One grandpa I never met. Uh, he died like three years before I was born. And the other one... I, I don't even think he he got to 75. I think he, he got 72 or something. He died, he died in 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great guy, great guy. And I actually went to in Austria. You have to join the army for six months, and I was at the same military base where he was serving. Oh, cool! And then, really, like periodically, I had like older vice lieutenants coming up to me. They were just before their retirement, and they're like, "Dorno, Dorno, did your grandpa? Is that your grandpa?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Great guy, great guy." And everybody mm-hmm. said that, and I really, really love that. Um, and everybody said he was tough but fair. Because he was the the it's it's so hard to say all these all these words in English because they're all German specific words. But he was like the uh, the leader of the of one I don't know how you would call that of of one unit I guess. So he was also training the 
the new recruits that were coming in and stuff like that. And everybody said, like, yeah, he was tough, but he was very fair and everybody liked him. Because there's two ways of being tough. And this kind of actually goes along with the coaching thing. There's two ways of being tough if you're an online coach or a consultant and you work with clients. And God knows I'm known to be very tough. Nikita can be very tough as well. I've heard that. There's two ways of tough. There's the good kind of tough, the fair good kind of tough. And then there's the the unfair psycho kind of tough where you're just <laughs> tough for no reason and arrogant and unfriendly. And at least I hope so that we're not that. At least I'm aiming to be the good kind of tough. Like I'm, I'm not sweet talking anything. I call people out and I can be very tough, but I'm also very loose with... Um, with rewarding people and with telling clients that they're doing a good job. And I think it's, it's something that comes with time. Like if I remember my very first business, I used to be way too tough. Like my dating advice business where I would actually teach guys in person. I literally sometime I, I was 20, 23, some like I was as young as 23. I would literally have 35 year old men cry. I like, I made them cry, you know? And I'm like, okay, I'm too harsh. You know, because for a lot of guys, you know, putting yourself out there can be quite hard. Um, so, yeah, anyways, let's go to the consistency part. <laughs> let's go. Nikita, I want to ask you, what do you think makes people consistent? I think discipline, obviously, right? Discipline yeah. is what makes them consistent. Not just, you know, having like this one, two week spark of, of motivation and being consistent when it comes to that. No, but I think it's just more like a pretty much a, tr a muscle that you can train basically mm. the consistency muscle where we're just you know whatever you said you want to do you will actually do it right mm. and i think that's what makes people consistent is uh, yeah just being a disciplined person do you do you think okay discipline and it's it's just a slight you kind of mentioned the discipline muscle how much of that do you think is mindset like what is there a specific mindset in your opinion that helps people be more consistent i mean you can say that it's, it's because of the mindset, of course, to a part of this of it. But once you have this discipline, I, I, I think the mindset doesn't matter too much anymore. Right? Mm. Probably you need the mindset to get it. Mm. Right? But then if you have it, it doesn't matter too much because you're like on default mode. You're, you'll be consistent. I love it. You're actually right. That kind of reminds me of David Goggins. You know David Goggins, right? Yeah. Goggins. Love that guy. Shout out. Hey, if you don't follow David Goggins on Instagram, it's such a beast. It's like, you know, he has these YouTube, he has these Instagram videos where his wife is filming him and she's driving in the car, in the, in the air-conditioned nice car, and he's just running. And he's like running through the desert at like 40 degrees Celsius. And he's like, yeah, in life you got a tough nap. And he's just, it's ridiculous ridiculous what he does david gaga and you're right like once you got the discipline like it's harder to be lazy mm -hmm. than to be disciplined and yeah. we've we've talked about this before which is why we talked about the sleep schedule like i got up today in the morning and i and i just hit the gym and you hit the gym regularly and even in times of lockdown you know we think outside the box we find ways i got a, a rope skipping thing you actually bought a bench press once for yeah <laughs> you know, that we had the yeah. old office yeah, but it's now at the, at, the, at the house outside so i only trade in there on the weekends okay but it's you know you find ways because it's actually more uncomfortable for you to be comfortable and it becomes the default and uh you know it, it takes 30 to 60 days to build a habit of consistency but once you do that it's harder for you not to do it and I, that, that's definitely one thing. And if, if I had to chime in my two cents to that, I, I think um, 
Yeah, mind, yeah, yeah, you're 100% right. Mindset is so overrated. And I'm going to give some of our clients to listen to this episode as well because I hear this over and over again, especially from younger folks. Oh, but my feelings and my feelings and my emotions. Yesterday I was talking to a one-on-one client, uh, <clears throat> Robin. Uh, shout out, Robin. He is uh, doing online fitness coaching. He's cracked uh, 18K in January so far. And that's by the time of the recording, 22nd of January now. Just back-to-back 10K plus months, doing super well. <clears throat> and he said, like, he had, so Max, Max, this guy, I have a question, I have a question. I have this one client, and he was doing so well, and he was always positive, and I felt really good vibes to him. And then the client, like, started talking me behind my back or something like that. And it, and it, what do I do? What do I do? And you could clearly see he was affected by that. And I'm like, dude, if you would know the amount of BS that I or you, Nikita, have to deal with on a daily basis, like so-and-so talking BS behind our backs, this and that, you're creating lies about us. Like, this is kindergarten, all right? Mm-hmm. This, you grow up, there's, war- like, I have former business partners of mine that literally owe me a very high amounts of money. I've had people that literally lied behind my back. Like, I have childhood friends that were always nice to me, and then I found out that after, you know, for years they've been talking really badly behind my back. Like, hey, grow up, all right? Your emotions, okay, so what? You know how many times I grow up with, I, I wake up with bad news, devastating news? Yeah, grow up, toughen up. Because if you continuously try to focus on feeling good, feeling good, you're not gonna. You're not gonna feel good. In fact, most of the time, the default is you feel kind of okay. <laughs> At least in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a negative Nancy. Maybe there's people that say, what do you mean? I feel good all the time. I, I don't know. Nikita probably feels good all the I time. I feel good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm very, you know, I don't know. For me, I'm an optimist, but I'm an optimist by choice. I need to put effort in to be optimistic, and I'm optimistic every single day. But like my default is there's always some BS going on. That's what that's my that's my brain. But who cares? You know, does that keep me from executing? No, not at all. I still do the right things, and that's in terms of consistency. The other thing that I know that I noticed is <clears throat> lack of lack of foresight. We see a big drop off when people do drop off. They often drop off after making the first four to five k. Because then they're like, oh, I made 5K. That's more money than I could have thought, especially when they're beginners. And then they're just like, they're like, yeah, I'll I'll stop doing lead generation. I'll stop doing sales. And I'm like, the lack of foresight disturbs me. Your lack of foresight disturbs me. Because what are the 5K that you just made? Where are they going to be five years from now? Mm. As though they've never existed. 5K ain't going to change your life. So people just, they don't understand, they don't do long-term thinking. Like if you want to be successful in life, then 5K is not enough. 5K a month is not enough. And I'm going to be fully blunt with you here. Hate me if you want. 20K a month is not enough. If you're making 20K a month, what do you want to do? First off, inflation, that's going to kill you. That's going to eat up a a percentage each and every year. Second off, how do you want to, how do you want to nurture your family? What about your, what about your kids? Like you can't live on 20k a month. That's nothing. Yeah, ex- especially if you you know think about the long term, and obviously also if you at some point you if if it's a business basically where you're required every day with that you're making 20k, okay. But at some point you know if you have a family things like that, of course, what what are you gonna do with if if you don't 
if you can't put in the work anymore and you don't earn this kind of money anymore, yeah, then you are lost pretty much, right? And that's exactly why everybody needs to be working on these kind of systems. But um, can you start in the beginning again, Max? What do you think? Then how do you actually then get started with actually getting the discipline? What do you think? Uh, <coughs> that's a good question. I would say it's like a, a very old colleague of mine, Ozzy, used to say it's like a rubber band. All right. Imagine you have a rubber band in your hand and you just tear it apart. You just try to stretch it as much as you can. It will it will snap. Right. But if you take the rubber band and you stretch it a little bit and you stretch it a little more and you stretch it a little more, eventually you can stretch that rubber band more and more and more. And that is what you want to do. So you continuously want to make yourself a little uncomfortable and you want to keep pushing a tiny little bit. Again, if you're a client, there's a great video on that. Um, the do more aspect in the... Um, in the module for work ethic. It's in the work ethic module. The video is called the do more aspect or something similar. And that is basically, it says, do as much as you can every day, right? And now let's say you told yourself, oh, this is also another point, clear structure, clear goal setting of saying like, today I'm gonna get this task done. Don't say today I'm gonna work X hours because then all you'll do is you stall for time. Oh, I did three hours, right? Just like waiting until the clock ticks to 3 p.m. or whatever it is. What you should do instead is you should make you should be orienting yourself on the tasks. Like today, I'm gonna get this task done. Whether it takes me two hours or ten hours, I'm gonna get this task done. All right? That's the first step. And then what you say is you basically say, okay, I'm gonna work until this task is done, and then the do more aspect kicks in. I'm gonna work a little more. So I'm gonna stretch my comfort zone. I'm gonna stretch that rubber band a tiny little bit more, and what you'll realize is you'll survive that and you'll feel actually pretty good and you probably have a sense of accomplishment. You go to bed a little t more tired, you know, so you sleep more exhausted, you sleep better. And then the next day that becomes your new norm because you now know, oh, I thought I could only work like this, but I realized I could do one more, you know, 10 more minutes, one more hour. So that now becomes your new norm. And then you say, okay, well, if this is my new norm, I'm gonna go ahead and do more again. And then you continuously do a tiny little bit more. And if I look back to how I used to be able to work in, in high school, like I could just, you know, concentrate for a couple hours a day to study for some exam and how I can just be in an incredibly focused state all day now, like just for hours because I continuously stretched myself that rubber band and I'm able to stay more and more consistent. And, and like you said in the beginning, Nikita, consistency becomes the norm it becomes normal to consistently work on the, the thing that you want to work on. And it would be weird if you actually had all of a sudden a bunch of time off. Yeah, exactly. It would feel weird. I mean, if you went down to the gym for 30 days, uh, mm -hmm. you know, consistently in a row without, you know, I mean, with sticking to a workout plan, like if you want to now, if you feel lazy, feel bad on the 31st day, you'll still go basically because you don't want to mess up the whole process if you did now. Exactly. You actually did start going to the gym. When was that last year? You kind of did it a little bit before, and then all of a sudden you started taking it really seriously. Yeah. And all of a sudden you hit the gym uh, five or six times a week or something like that. Yeah. Walk us through that process, how you started, and then all of a sudden you were extremely consistent. I think at some point, because that was exactly the thing. Before that, I went to the gym on and off, you know, it was yeah. okay, but, you know, it was never serious. And I thought, why am I doing this? I'm just wasting my time. Mm -hmm. Either I'm going doing it or going do it or I don't going to do it or either all in or all out basically yeah that's what i thought and that's why okay then let's go all in then 
because the benefits is, is basically better of going all in when it when it comes to your health and to your to your body. So I went all in then, and that's why I said, okay, I'm going to go on six times a week, eat healthy, and yeah, it worked out pretty well then. Because once I made, and that's I think that where it starts basically with making then the clear decision: either do you do something or you don't do something. Mm. That's basically what I didn't apparently do before. I didn't make that clear decision. Yeah. And uh, then when I made that decision, okay, I said, okay, now I have to commit to that. And that's the thing where most people are living in in this kind of state. They lot of things in their mind, in their head. Mm. They want to do a lot of things, but they never commit to something or they don't commit to not do something, right? Mm. So they have a lot of ideas, for example, like starting a business, they have it in their head for years now, but they never made this clear decision, okay, I'm going to do it now 100%. Mm. Or on the other side, what you can also do, if you're actually doing it for years and you're still not doing it, you can just also just forget about it, basically. Yep. And you just completely delete that idea, you can focus on something else and you don't have to waste your time basically anymore for example on listening like podcasts on this year right or uh, like buying some kind of uh, courses or watching some kind of youtube videos or businesses if anyways you won't do it anyways yeah that's why it's i guess it's important to make the clear cut and clear decision hey i'm going to do something or i'm not going to do something man spoken by the sales god there, there's nothing more that i could say you're 100 right i not, never even thought about it that way that it's like make a clear decision and commit to it it's and i love how neutrally you said that like hey if you don't want to do it then don't do it and then, then leave it right away you mm. know or you go ahead and do it but then when you do it you do you go all in that's wonderfully said and i think we've we fit the most important parts um like again if you're our client feel free to uh check out the um work ethic module where we're going a lot deeper uh on the work ethic aspect on your relationship to work and how to stay positive at work and also how to um avoid burnout this is an extra module that we've worked on you know, over the last couple of weeks and we just continuously put videos in there. But yeah, this is how you stay consistent. And if you want us to help you stay consistent with building your very first business as an online coach, consultant, or service provider, then head over right now to maxtorno.com forward slash call. Book your free consultation call with us. We'll get you started. Don't worry if you feel a little lost, if you don't know where to start, if you don't know what a person like you could offer, we can discuss all that on the call together with you. We know the market by now. We've helped many, many, many people uh, build their own first successful businesses. So yeah, maxtorno.com forward slash call. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Nikita. GG. As always, thanks for listening to today's episode of the Coaching Business Podcast. Remember, having listened to this episode does nothing unless you actually execute. Nothing in this world happens without you doing. So when you're ready to say yes to freedom and yes to becoming your own boss, then go to maxtorno.com slash call and apply for your free consultation call with Max or an expert from his team. On that free consultation call, you'll be given a step-by-step -step strategy on how you can break free from the 9-to-5 hamster wheel and build your own successful online business as a coach, service provider, or freelancer. You already have a skill and you want to learn how to monetize it? This call is for you. You like the idea of freedom as an online coach but don't know what you could offer people? This call is for you. You're already making money but want to scale your business? This call is for you. There's only limited spots for these free consultation calls. So go to maxtorno.com call and apply for yours now.